the offensive rebounding. Oh, he got oh, rid of it. He sure did. Celtic and win and we're going to game seven. The Celtics are going to win. There's a game seven back in Boston. Yeah, that was uh, yesterday. The NBA Finals uh, continue, um, and it's uh, firing on all cylinders, uh, both in America, of course, and back here in New Zealand with the sales NBL. Uh, and the fans will be treated to a Game 7 thriller tomorrow in the Eastern, Eastern Conference Finals between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Uh, closer to home, the battle for a spot in the sales NBL Final 6 is getting intense as the weeks go by. Uh, no one better to uh, sum up proceedings at this point for us than Sky Sports' uh, Justin Nelson, um, who was uh, commentating over the weekend. Justin, good morning to you. No one has uh, ever come back from 0-3 um, and, and um, won it uh, in terms of the uh, NBA Conference Finals. Um, I think it might happen here. Uh, what do you reckon? Uh, very good morning to you, Smithy, and I, I think you're right. I mean, they head home, uh, Boston, and we know how passionate that crowd is. And they're going to get right behind this team. What an unbelievable finish it was yesterday. Derek White with the inbound. No defender went with him. He just had that open opportunity to get the offensive rebound, put it back in. Moments, literally split seconds before the buzzer sounded. And uh, talk about a roller coaster for Miami fans. I mean, just moments before that, with Jimmy Butler getting to the line and nailing all three shots, they thought they were home. It's just, it's an amazing game, basketball. It has you on the edge of your seat. It certainly does. Uh, yesterday was amazing. I watched it with uh, three sons and a and a mate, and uh, I wouldn't say any of us are true Boston Celtics fans, but you've got to admire. Uh, a fact of a side that uh, is uh, 0-3, uh, 0-3, and I mean, uh, I keep watching this, and I, you know, it continues to um, astonish me. Actually, the skills these guys have got under pressure. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, quite often we say in commentary doing the sellers NBL. You know, even with 30 seconds to go, we, we often talk about the fact that it's a long time in a game of basketball. Believe it or not, things happen in in minutes of seconds, and we saw that play out yesterday. And, and what a moment for, for Derek White as well. I mean, he's had a, a season where he's been called upon often for, for Boston to go into the starting lineup. He's had time coming off the bench in backup roles. And, I mean, to have a moment like that as an individual... Uh, that's something that he's going to carry with him for a lifetime, and it may just be the the saving moment of uh, of Boston's season. Already in these playoffs, uh, Jimmy Butler has uh, scored over fifty points on the road, not against Boston, but in earlier playoff matches. I just wonder: uh, is it about whether Jimmy Butler can get it done on the road again tomorrow, or do you think the Celtics will just be all, all round a wee bit too powerful on their home court? Well, I think he's the go-to. There's no doubt about that. And, and Miami are going to need him to have uh, a, another huge game to get the result. It's all about momentum, though, in sport. I mean, it's not just basketball. It's so many different sports out there. When you have momentum, it is so hard. Uh, well, sorry, when you don't have momentum, it's so hard to get it back. It's almost like you've got to fight twice as hard to wrestle that momentum back. And right now, based on what we've seen over the last three games, this Celtics team has momentum, and that's going to count uh, for some extra points. Right, um, OK, regardless of who wins tomorrow, um, they're up against the nicely rested Denver Nuggets, who have got the, the player 
um, of the season, I think, for me anyway. I don't, he didn't win the MVP, but how he didn't, I don't know. Nikola uh, Jokic, who people are saying is uh, perhaps the greatest basketball on the planet right now. How does whoever, Boston or Miami, how do they stop this guy? Well, I think we go back to what you said right at the top there, Smithy. They're going to be well-rested. I mean, right now, everything's falling into place for the Nuggets. They sit, they watch. They don't mind the fact that the Celtics and, you know, the Heat are are building uh, each other up game after game and going to Game 7. So they are going to be well-rested. They will have done a lot of homework on both of these teams, not only during the season, but certainly over the last uh, week as well. So their scouting will be top-notch. They would have had a lot of time to sit there and analyse players and uh, and matchups. So right now, the Nuggets start favourite, no question. With regards to the Joker, he is the best. I thought he was the best this season. I don't know that he can be stopped. What they've got to try and limit is the distribution to him because when he's got the ball in hand, you know that something is going to happen every time, whether it's a score or a pass. We know that he's going to develop something when he's got the ball in his hand. So for me, that's the area that they've got to try and limit. How do they stop the ball getting to him? Rightio, let's uh, get local, Justin, if we can, and uh, look at the sales NPL. Um, and uh, the Tuatara are ominously putting wins together for on the trot now after a relatively s- slow start. Do we give them the favourites tag going forward now? Well, I do because six of their last eight games are going to be at home. Uh, it's probably the thing that nobody has cottoned on to yet. They have done a lot of their damage away from home so far this season. So they've got a dream run into the final six. And for me right now, the Tuatara are the team to beat. Rob Lowe, uh, I think talking about MVP form, I think he is definitely on the local scene in MVP form right now. And then, of course, the experience that surrounds him. Ruben Tarangi was just fantastic again yesterday against the Jets. He looks like he's warming up nicely for the Tall Blacks headed to the World Cup in a couple of months' time. Uh, Jared Weeks, what a season he's had. Cam Glidden out on the wing. And they've got a couple of young guns, Charlie Dalton and Tom Beattie. Haven't they come to life? 18 years of age, those two kids. And they have settled in really nicely uh, into that strong team. So with six home games in the next eight, this is the team to beat. Great road trip for the Bayhawks. Uh, knocking over uh, the Otago Nuggets, who have now had back-to-back uh, tough losses. Um, and then, of course, uh, dominating uh, the Sharks, the Southland Sharks, 106-87. Um, so uh, I'm not sure they're title contenders, but they needed a turn around the Hawks, and that was a tough one to get. Yeah, they absolutely needed it. The Southern Swing isn't easy for any team, and uh, especially taking down the Nuggets first up in a one-point thriller. Remember the Hawks had won one of seven going in to uh, the round, that trip down south. Two desperately needed wins. All of a sudden, they jump back up into the top six. That's how quickly things change in the Sells NBL. They were down and out in ninth, I think it was, heading into the weekend, and then they jump up. So all of a sudden, their season is back on track. Jordan Nartai, great weekend. Ira Lee, fantastic against the Nuggets. And, of course, Hiram Harris doing his thing up and down the court. The big question mark on the Hawks from here, they are the only team yet to win a game at home this season. Games away or wins away count for just as much, but they have to get a couple of wins at home. Uh, The Jets are a good story of uh, the league so far. They lost to the Tuatara 104-98, but uh, they hung pretty tough there. Have have they been a, a good turnaround story for you? 
They have, but for different reasons. I've actually just been writing an article on this this morning. If you go to a Jets game, what they're doing off the court during the game, as far as entertainment goes with the fans, is unbelievable. What they are delivering to those people in the stands, you've only got to go to a Jets game, the colour, the music, people go in there dressed up, head to toe in green. It, It is a sight to behold, so I'm really pleased that they're putting the fans first and it's working for them. In patches, they're delivering on the court. I think right now they're the team that hasn't delivered a four-quarter effort. If they can do that over the second half of the season, they're going to rack up more wins. But what I would say is in the years ahead, when they do deliver a big season on court, the off-court fan base is ready to get behind them. They are an unbelievable supporter base. Let's look uh, at uh, our SENZ uh, Nuggets who have had back-to-back uh, losses now. Um, are we a little bit frightened here because they might have peaked too early or you just see this as a bit of a correction? Yeah, just a little bit of a correction. I wouldn't be too worried. No Ja'Cory McLaughlin against the Hawks. Don't want to take anything away from the Hawks' one-point win, but if Ja'Cory McLaughlin plays that game, the Nuggets win. The week before was their flat game. That was the flattest I've seen them this season. Flattest I've probably seen them in two seasons, to be fair, and that's going to happen from time to time when you're in a, a grind, when you're going through a long season. So, minor correction, I'm not too worried about the Nuggets. They do have a lot of games coming up on the road, um, almost opposite to the Tuatata. In fact, they've got to get out on the road and, uh, and, and go for a bit of a, a journey up and down the country. Nuggets are certainly going to be there come final six time. Not too worried at the moment. They've got the talent. Last week, Basketball New Zealand announced that the Sales NBL final six would be all held in Auckland at the Trust Arena. There's been a a little bit of criticism uh, as to not giving someone a home court advantage, Um, but uh, wherever you take it, you're probably going to fall into that situation. Uh, Why uh, have they gone again with this move after last year? There was a bit of uh, conjecture about it. It's a good question and fairly easy answer, to be honest. So the teams themselves elect to play a final six at one venue. This is a decision year after year that's put in front of the teams when they come together at the end of the season. And this is a decision that the teams make. And it is built around two key factors. The first one is travel costs up and down the country, especially in a final series where you literally don't know where you could be in 48 hours' time. So travel costs are a big factor. The league is hell-bent and the teams are hell-bent on retaining a sustainable model. Uh, And then the second factor, which is a key one, is venue availability. These venues in some cities need to be booked a year in advance. You just can't do that at the moment when you're looking at a final series of taking on home games. Uh, Literally, you may not know until after the last game of the, uh, the regular season, for instance. So two good reasons. I'm a big, big fan of home finals, massive fan. Coming out of the Australian market as a fan, we love getting to see our team on their home venue, home court, home ground, whatever it may be. I think we will get there in time with the Sells NBL. We just need to continue to have a sustainable model, and uh, that comes first for the teams right now. Justin, we're past the halfway point in terms of the round-robin phase of the competition. Would you be able to give us a, a final six at this point? Is it is it easy for you to do that? I think the final six right now won't change. There you go. Uh, may change in order. I think the Tuatata will finish up on top. Maybe the Rams second, Nuggets. I think the Saints will make it. I think the Hawks will make it. I think the Bulls are likely the team that could jump up 
into maybe uh, second or third, depending on what happens. But for me, the six teams that are currently there will end up being the six teams that make it. Having said that, for the Hawks in particular, I think there's going to be a lot of nervous times over the second half of the season, especially as the Sharks, maybe the Jets, maybe the Giants chase as well. I think the airs are out of it. Sad news um, about the, the car accident involving tall fern uh, Mary Goulding over the weekend. We wish her uh, all the very best. Have you heard any news uh, about Mary? Is there any floated through the system? Yeah, it's certainly sent shockwaves through the, the basketball fraternity and especially the tall ferns camp. They've just had a, a squad announced to, to head to Europe to prepare for the Asia Cup. And I can tell you that... Uh, um, talk amongst the Tall Fern squad ha- has been one of worry and, and concern. Um, Mary has been in an induced coma for the best part of uh, must be seven to ten days now after that uh, that accident in, in Christchurch. Um, the last word I heard is uh, signs are improving. Um, the family is, is certainly very thankful for all of the support out there and the prayers and wishes uh, for Mary. Um, it's a big week coming up for her and, and hopefully uh, the, the doctors and nurses who are doing a terrific job, as they always do, uh, can slowly you know, bring her out of that induced coma. But um, you know, our best wishes and thoughts are with the family for sure. Absolutely. We fully endorse those as well. Uh, and just finally, on the subject of uh, women's basketball, it's uh, not too far away now, just over a month to uh, the second season of uh, Tauihi. Um, how are the roster shaping up, do you feel? Yeah, it's an interesting question, Smithy, because there's uh, a number of teams holding cards close to their chest, which I can never understand because these days with basketball, you get online and you can uh, have a look at a player's stats and videos and history and form and all that sort of stuff in the drop of, you know, drop of a hat. So I don't know why teams hold back. Um, the Queens have probably, and they're the reigning champs, of course. They've probably been the most productive, announcing players quite regularly. They're putting together another good roster. Uh, the imports coming in, I do know of a fair few around the league, and it looks like we could see probably six players come out of the WNBA system into Toihi this season. So that's really, really exciting for young fans, for basketball fans to get along and see that level of international talent here in New Zealand is quite remarkable. Always great to catch up, uh, Justin. Loving your work on the telly as well. So. Thanks for your time this morning. Can't wait for Game 7 tomorrow and the NBA playoffs, uh, the grand final to begin. Uh, I'm picking the Nuggets, uh, I think, as, as much as anyone else. Cheers, man. Thanks for your time. Great review. Thanks, Smithy. Cheers, mate.